Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, June the 30th, the last day in the month of June and uh, the last day of the first half of the year. Uh, I think 2020 went by pretty quickly, and I know it was a crazy year, but I think 2021 is flying by too. I cannot believe it's the end of June. Uh, I was just telling Brother Caleb, we have had here at the church, we have had a busy month of June, and uh, really the the busyness really kind of ends tonight with our last night of Kids Crusade and uh, we've got a big day planned for Sunday, but as far as all the extra events, we had the Joe Arthur Revival uh, this month. We've had the Kids Crusade. We've had special singing groups. We had Anniversary Sunday and Dinner on the Grounds. It's been a wonderful month. We had all the tent services, but uh, God has been good to us. And I want to say on this last day of June uh, that uh, we are still amazed at how God has blessed and how God has been so good and so faithful uh, to our church. I know God's been better to me than I deserve, that's for sure. And we're glad that you're with us today uh, for our Winning Side broadcast. Thank you for listening on the radio, 95.9 FM. And if you have a schedule that is about the same every day, I hope this is a good time for you. Uh, maybe you're driving to lunch, or maybe you're uh, on break at work, or maybe you uh, work second shift and you're at home, whatever. But we're glad that you're listening. And then we've got folks that uh, watch on our Facebook page, and then we've got folks on the uh, radio app and also on our podcast. And we welcome all of you today to our Winning Side broadcast. Of course, our radio station, WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church here in Roanoke Rapids. And God has given us a lot of different uh, methods, a lot of different opportunities, a lot of different tools to try to get the gospel out. But our purpose is not just to share with you our thoughts and our ideas and you know what we think about things, but we want to share with you what the Word of God has to say. That's where victory is found, and we'll never have victory in Jesus apart from the Word of God. And so we hope you be blessed today. Happy birthday today to Cade Clements. Uh, I commented to Cade last night. He, it was a crazy hat night for Vacation Bible School Kids Crusade, and he had on the coolest cowboy hat. It was a patriotic cowboy hat, and he looked sharp last night. Happy birthday today to Cade, and then happy birthday to Joanne Hoggart. Uh, Happy birthday today to Emma Johnson. That's Brother Nathan and Miss Grace's daughter, and then happy birthday to David Thacker. David, I saw his hat last night. I think he had the balloon hat. Did he have the balloon hat? That was pretty cool. It was very complex. Somebody did a good job putting that together. And then uh, happy birthday today to Naomi Woodard. And Miss Naomi, I hope you have a great day and uh, happy birthday to you. So we've got really all young people. We've got Cade and Joanne and Emma and David and Naomi. So happy birthday. I hope you have a great day. I want to remind you about tonight. We start here at the church at 630 for our Kids Crusade. It's the last night, 
And uh, for our church members, if you want to bring your children a little early, about five o'clock, we'll have all the inflatables set up. But from five to six, uh, you're responsible to keep an eye on your children, and we're not going to have uh, supervision, so you're responsible to supervise your children. And then from 6.30 to 7.30, we'll have our kids' crusade. We'll have time for them to be outside. And then if you want to stay uh, after the fact, you're welcome to. We'll have the inflatables for a little while after uh, tonight, so you can enjoy that. And that'd be a great time. Uh, come a little early. We start at 6.30, but come a little early. And our church members, you can join us. You can sit in the back or sit on the sides and get to experience some kids' crusade. We'll have some singing. We'll have our offering contest tonight, the boys against the girls. And we'll have a Bible lesson. It'll be a great time. And I hope you plan to join us. We will not be online with our service. We'll not be on the radio tonight. Uh, we'll get back next week. We'll be on our regular schedule, of course, Wednesday nights. And then um, this Sunday, we're back to our very, uh, I say regular, whatever regular is, but back to what we used to have, uh, early service, 845 in the auditorium. No more drive-in, no more tent service, 845 in the auditorium. Sunday school classes start at 10, and then the morning service in the auditorium is at 11. Sunday night, 6 o'clock, we're in the auditorium. We have a special singing group with us from Heartland Baptist Bible College in Oklahoma City. And uh, after the service, we'll have some uh, hot dogs and all the fixings and ice cream sandwiches and sparklers for the kids. It'll be a great, great time. And I hope you plan to join us this Sunday, July the 4th. We'll have a special uh, Patriotic Sunday and you won't want to miss it. Here's a great song by the Epley family, uh, a great uh, patriotic song. I hope you'll enjoy this song and we'll have uh, for a few days here, we'll have some patriotic music. And I hope you'll enjoy this great song. And then after this, the Bible study from Proverbs 7. Oh, beautiful, full spacious skies, for amber waves of God shed His grace. 
Amen for that. And I hope you do love America. I hope you pray for America. And I want to remind you that uh, we live in the United States of America. We live in the greatest nation on planet Earth. And that is all because of God's grace and God's mercy and God's blessing upon this country. You say, well, pastor, I've been listening to the news lately in America. It's a terrible place to live. Well, that's interesting because America is still the place where everybody's trying to get in. And uh, don't listen to the, uh, the, the liberal news media who wants to tell you how terrible and how awful America is. I want to tell you, this nation is the greatest nation on planet Earth. We've got problems. Oh, I, don't get me wrong. I'm preaching Sunday about, I believe, the judgment of God is upon America because of sin. But I'm so thankful to live in this country. There's no other place I'd rather live than in the United States of America. And let's pray and uh, ask God to show mercy and ask God to turn this nation back to Him. And I hope you love America. I hope I'm not the only one. I don't think I'm the only one. As a matter of fact, I know there's a lot of people in this country that love this country and pray for this country and uh, uh, l- let that flag fly uh, high and, uh, and uh, salute the flag and pledge to the flag and uh, honor uh, the flag and uh, honor the God uh, of America. I want you to look in Proverbs 7. Uh, We are continuing our series in the book of Proverbs, and we have seen in Proverbs 5, uh, we've seen some things about marriage, and we've seen some uh, warnings about the strange woman. We saw in Proverbs 6, we saw about the adulterous woman and some warnings there, and uh, we saw a list of those seven things that God says that he hates and those sins there. But now in Proverbs 7, we really continue this theme. It's like Solomon is really uh, just uh, just uh, 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 pushing it home to his son. He said, you've got to be so careful that you stay pure and that you stay holy because in your youth, if you don't get established some purity, he said, it's going to affect the rest of your life. Notice Proverbs 7 in verse number 1. Solomon says, my son, keep my words. There it is. That means to guard the words from the father to the son and lay up my commandments with thee. He said, keep these commandments close by. You're going to need these reminders and you're going to need these truths in your life. Verse two, he says, keep my commandments and live. Here's the blessing that is promised. If you will keep the commandments, you will live. And Solomon says, and keep my law as the apple of thine eye. We use that expression some. I don't hear it a lot anymore. I know I used to hear it more when I was growing up. But if something is the apple of your eye, we look at that as something very valuable, something that you favor. Uh, They say, Bible scholars say that it came from uh, the the expression because uh, in in olden days, Bible times, they saw the pupil of the eye 
and they thought that it was shaped similar to an apple. So they would say that was the apple of the eye. They say, well, well, why would that be valuable? Well, you know, you can hurt a finger or you can hurt a toe or you can bump your elbow and you could cut your elbow or you could uh, hurt your body in different parts and you might be okay. But your eye is something that you've got to protect. It is so, so valuable. If you injure your eye, it's possible you may never see again. Uh, if you injure your eye, it's possible your eyesight might be damaged permanently. You know, if you lose a finger, by the way, uh, some people have, and that's uh, not a good thing by any stretch of the imagination, but you can still live, you can still function. But if you lose an eye, you're going to have a lot of trouble, a lot of difficulty. So Solomon is saying, keep it, guard my law, guard my words like you would guard your eye, like you would protect your eye. Uh, when I was in uh, high school, I wore glasses. And of course, with glasses, if you get bumped, uh, the glasses could easily break. And I tell you, it hurts. If you ever had your glasses, uh, somebody punched down on your glasses and it, boy, it was like, just kill your nose. It'll hurt so badly. So I went and had to get some, this was back in the old days. Some of you might remember these days, but in the old days, they had these old sports goggles, they called them. They were huge. It looked like something from outer space, you know, and there was a strap around the back and they wouldn't break and they were cushioned. So if you got hit, it wouldn't hurt your eye, wouldn't hurt your nose, whatever. So I had to wear those for a little while and then Praise the Lord, I got contact lenses and got to wear those in sports. But if you uh, work with uh, 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 power equipment, uh, maybe a weed eater or a chainsaw or, or, or a drill or something like that, they recommend you should wear safety glasses because you don't want something getting into your eye. There must be protection. Uh, even the sun, the rays from the sun, you can't look directly into the sun without sunglasses or protection. There's so much we do to protect our eye because our sight is so valuable. But Solomon says this, even more valuable than your eyes and more valuable than your sight is that you guard the law and you guard the commandments of the Word of God. You see, immoral behavior, we're going to talk about that in Proverbs 7. Immoral behavior, it often starts with the eye. And maybe that's why Solomon is, is, is bringing this up to his son. And he's saying, hey, you better guard the commandments like you would guard your eye. And you better use those commandments to help you to guard the things that you see. The Bible tells us in Matthew 5, uh, a very, uh, would seem very shocking statement. But it says, if your eye offends you, you should pluck it out. Now, I'm not encouraging anybody to go do that today. But what Jesus was saying, he was talking about adultery. He was talking about the sins of immorality. And he says, if you cannot control your eyes, it'd be better for you not to have your eyes. It'd be better for you to go through life blind than to have eyes that destroy your life and that destroy your soul. He goes on to say, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. If your hand offends you, cut it off. And he says, it'd be better for you to enter into eternity without an eye or without a hand than to enter into hell. Wouldn't it be awful if it was your eye or your hand that kept you from trusting Christ or kept you from putting your faith and trust in Jesus. And so Solomon here is challenging his son. He says, you keep my commandments like you would guard your eyes. Verse three, he says, bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thine heart. Now here's the key. The eye is so important. Many times the sins of immorality, they start with the eyes. 
Many times they lead to the hands. It leads to you uh, doing things or touching or, or acting in a way that you should not act. But here is the most important part of your body that you have to guard, and that is your heart. Your heart is the control center. The heart is what controls your thoughts. It controls your eyes. It controls your hands. It controls your feet and the places you go. And Solomon says, you better guard your heart. You better make sure that you write the commandments on the table of your heart. You say, well, how do I do that? Well, you do it by memorizing the word of God. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Can I tell you, that's why it's so important to uh, meditate on the Word of God. I preached on that Sunday. That's why it's important to have Scripture up on your walls or maybe have a three-by-five card or a note, uh, a sticky note and put it on the refrigerator and say, uh, here's a verse that's going to help me this week with the things I'm going through. But Solomon warns his son. He says in verse 4, Say unto wisdom, thou art my sister, and call understanding thy kinswoman. He says, keep wisdom close by. Keep understanding close by like your family would be close and like you would have them in the house with you at all times. He says, keep wisdom and keep understanding. And verse five says this, that they, wisdom and understanding, may keep thee from the strange woman. We're gonna see in Proverbs 7 the importance of purity. Can I tell you, we need to teach purity to our young people. We need to preach purity, but can I tell you, we need to live purity. We need to uh, exemplify and demonstrate purity to the generation coming after us. They're not going to see it from the Hollywood crowd, I guarantee you. They're going to see the opposite. They're going to see an immoral lifestyle. They're going to see wickedness and and perversions. Can I tell you where purity is going to have to start? It's going to have to start in us. It's going to have to start in our homes. It's going to have to start in the house of God. And then we teach and we preach and we live it for the people that are coming after us. I hope you'll have a great day and let's live every day on the winning side. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.